Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park It's here, Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton Tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hmm. Brought to you by Grow Generation. Today's episode of the Cantina is whether on Dagobah or Tatooine you are, everything you need to grow right where you are, they have. Later in the episode, more on them you will hear. <laughs> Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in. Order Lomanale, and remember, no droids allowed. Thank you, everyone, one for joining us here on on the Cantina, here on the uh, on the Genreverse Podcast Network, where wherever you're getting your your podcast from, the uh, the YouTube channel Genreverse Podcast Network, work on YouTube, uh, powered by the big great granddaddy of all entertainment website not really it's been around 20 some odd year, years though lrm on online.com uh make make sure you guys are checking that out every day for all of all of your entertainment news needs and and opinions especially business oriented gaming uh uh articles and 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 uh pieces because well Kyle's right if you if you want to know what i'm talking about go to go to lrm online.com and, and check out the the piece on playstation plus and uh uh, Xbox Game Power, Microsoft Game Pass. Anyways, I'm Kyle Malone, Malone at that com, Malone on Twitter. Joined as usual by my partner in, in crime, Cam Clark at, at LRM underscore Cam on Twitter as well. Whoo, man, a lot of Star Star Wars news this week, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> obviously the Obi Wan Kenobi press tour is in mm-hmm. full swing, so we're getting lots of comments, opinions. Uh, basically, copy from the stars, the directors, producers, you know, etc., etc. So that that's certainly kind of filling up the pages, um, and then a, a few other little bits and bobs as well to kind of fill in. So, yeah, we got some uh, Ahsoka casting Ahsoka started. So yeah, you know. Ahsoka casting rumors, and and that film filming has started, and uh, yeah. we'll discuss a bit about the casting for for Ahsoka later. But uh, then we got some stuff on on Feige's uh, Star Wars movie yep. with uh, yep. Michael Waldron uh, writing. But let's let's start with, with Kenobi. It's it's what are we, today's the twelfth, so just two two weeks away mm-hmm. t- tomorrow, and uh, the. Uh, Stuff is starting to come out uh, more, more and more, making me worried. But well, I want to. I'm curious as to your thoughts on on this first story, Cam. Uh, Where are we going first? Obi Obi Wan thought Vader was was okay. dead. Right. So, <laughs> so before, no, go ahead and 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 uh, uh, pitch the story now to tell you kind of like my my thought on it before so i'll talk out. through the story then you you'll kind of jump in my opinion got it yeah. so um this was deborah chow who directs obi-wan kenobi uh was speaking to ew recently and she was talking about where kind of obi-wan's headspace is right now and she confirmed which may be to her as quite a small detail but it's really quite important in terms of the entire kind of star wars canon if you like um, and she said, at this point, both for him 
Obi-Wan, obviously, in the galaxy. It's at that period. And that actually made it really interesting to be telling a story in this period. It's a time when the Empire's ascending. It's post-Order 66. So most of the Jedi have been killed. A lot of them are being hunted by the Inquisitors. So it's a very tough time to be a Jedi, and most of them are hiding or dead. For him, at this point, 10 years later, we're dealing with post-Order 66, after Anakin, who he believes he killed, and then all his friends everybody's sort of gone or hiding. So it's a tough period for Obi-Wan. And obviously where this is interesting is because if we take what we've had on screen at the moment, which was Revenge of the Sith, and then the next time we see these two together is A New Hope, obviously. And this this comes in between that. There's nothing specifically, it was definitely open to interpretation about whether Obi-Wan actually knew that he had left Anakin for dead or whether Anakin had actually survived at that point. However, what was very clear, I think, for me anyway, and you can jump in a second, is that in A New Hope, that version of Obi-Wan was not surprised to see Vader Mm -mm. the way he was. And he knew the suit didn't shock him in any way or anything Mm -hmm. like that either. Go for it. So... Here, here's the thing. Uh, we we know Luke hit himself from the Force in in uh, the sequel trilogy. You know, making sure others couldn't track him down. But why would Anakin hide him himself? I need I need to know why because the they they always talk about the the brotherhood and 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 the connection and and one thing about the the Force is that that ability to sense those close to you now in in the eu they explain it a lot more of making yourself to tiny within the force Mm -hmm. to to hide your hide yourself but they kind of glance over it for for sequels i always just kind of assumed that that technique would would continue to to exist um but again but again why would vader do it at this this point or i I don't think that's the way they've gone but carry on well the the other opposite is well, if they explain Obi-Wan making himself tiny in the Force, part of that in, in the EU was not only did it hide you from, from others, but it, it made your, your awareness sphere smaller too, mm-hmm. which means you couldn't r- reach out to others. So I just – I need a good ex- explanation. It can't just be he, what, he left him on you're Mustafar. Thinking is, you're <laughs> thinking EU, but actually this whole making yourself small in the Force thing – the only time we have seen that done in the true canon, which is always the movies trump everything else, right. is Luke. And what Luke actually did yeah. was shut himself off completely, completely from the Force. Completely. That's what I'm saying. We need. I need some sort sort of explanation okay. for this because I don't. I don't I buy don't him leaving Mustafar and not not knowing. And and again, like he needs. Is he it needs not possible to- that? The connection that he did have with, with Anakin is different based on what happened between them. Maybe, you know, but, but then... He didn't feel Anakin turn to the dark side. He mm. never felt that change, did he? You know, So with Revenge of the Sith, when Anakin turns... He had concerns there, about him. He had concerns about him as a friend and as, as a pupil. He was worried about what would happen, but he never this thought... bad writing of the prequels. <laughs> he never thought he would go that far. And he is not like suddenly aware. Like the only person who kind of has some sort of sense of feeling Anakin turning anyway is Yoda in episode mm-hmm. two when he feels Anakin's burst to the dark side when he kills the Tuscans. Other than yeah. that, you know, we don't really see anything. So it is quite possible that when someone, and this has never been explained, turns to the dark side, bear in mind that they explain all throughout the prequels that the Jedi are having a real problem sensing the dark side because the dark side is growing. So he can't sense the dark side growing with, in Anakin. Which and they never can't, made, they, made sense None to of them with, know but... Palpatine is, is who he is. And they're yeah. with him all the time. Yoda, Mace Windu, Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. Anakin himself, you know, has no, no awareness of what Palpatine is at this point. So Anakin is essentially especially after the point that obi-wan's cut him up um you know he is darth vader he's not anakin anymore mm-hmm. so it is possible that he just wouldn't have felt that connection go away 
and just, just assume that he'd die. I, I don't see it as being a plot hole. That's what I'm trying to say. It's Even, a cop out. <laughs> I don't it's a think cop, that it's is. a cop out to fit it into it episode does. episode four's very obvious. Uh, conversation that he knew he w- he was alive. Oh well, he, no, he thought he was dead, but see, he fi- finds out in this sh- show. That's it's... that's different, though. All right, and then, that's different. What about what about g- Galaxy News and and stuff? This is ten years, and we know we know Vader was not sta- standing still. He was he everyone but in the em- Empire. Hold on, figure. Yeah, yes. Every so you're telling you're telling me the the man that's set to defend Luke Skywalker until he's come of age doesn't have his finger on the pulse of what's go- going on in the galaxy while vader and and his inquisitors and all the stuff that you that you see in the in the comics and read about uh uh are seeing in rebels and all all of that ahsoka and all all of that that crap darth maul everything well darth, the darth maul stuff's later than 10 years but every everything before up to this 10 tier year 10 year point you're telling me Obi Obi Wan doesn't doesn't get any any freaking news. Doesn't put two and I, two together. I, mean, I don't buy it, man. Tatooine's a shithole in the middle but of nowhere. That's every, everyone's there it. though. The smugglers are. All the information is is there. Every yeah, why everything you need info wise. Talking about what's happening in the Galactic Va- Republic. Vader's Vader's Darth an Vader. iron, iron fist, and he worked. He worked. He worked with smugglers. He worked with at. He worked with Afra. We know the Empire keep, keeps tabs on s- stuff there. Like I said, man, and I that's all canon stuff. Vader that's all canon, canon stuff. Figure. I always saw Vader as being the Every, way of Palpatine treats his apprentices as you go off. And he do wasn't the hidden. Work, where, you know? where was he hidden? Hit, all the, the empires definitely. Nothing was because hidden. he was to do people in the empire. They absolutely know of, of Darth Vader. But <sighs> your average Joe on Tatooine, I'm not necessarily sure they've heard of Darth it's Vader. It's not about. It's not about the average Joe. It's the fact that Tatooine is a hub. For in information because of the criminal un- underworld, and again, again, looking at the the canon comics stuff like uh, Rebels, um, Bad Batch. I'm not sure if Vader was in it, in it or not, but still have have these events go going on that are big galactic events. Word word is going to make it, and not only that, not only that that, but if you've got a mission to to protect some someone or something. You you are going to seek out information. You'll go to the to the hollow net and download the the most recent uh, uh, news article. It's not like ta- Tatooine isn't but connected to the outside world. So why, all he's got to do is look it up. What's he? What's he look up? What's he going to do? You know, the fact the fact that there's this big big badass out out there doing th- doing things right. It would get a get a, around. It would be known. People would would be talking knows about it. Already putting two and two to together. The galaxy, though, you know, and that the empire <sighs> control. What is that to do? But stay where he is and keep an eye. It doesn't it know make, what to do. It makes no. Point. It makes no sense to me. It, it just it does. It doesn't be between. Like I said, I need an ex- explanation. The the idea that that Obi Wan Kenobi left him on Mustafar. And with without saying something like the changes, but even even with the changes, I I would still be like, well, he could put put uh, c- connect enough lines and stuff like that because he's gonna want to he's gonna want to keep tabs on on the empire, especially people hunting down Jedi Jedi and stuff to make sure his own a- ass is covered to make sure Luke's Luke's ass. Luke's ass is covered. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of it too, too much from an actual and in, intelligence and and operative point of view. But yeah, th- I think this type of trying this... to play it as Tatooine's just so in the middle of nowhere that nobody's ever going to go and find him there. You know, I know it, <sighs> I don't buy. No, when that, that's not even that how spies so operate, much, man. But, um, that's... I don't know, Cam. It it just it's a it big really... galaxy. You know, it's not like try to hide on one planet. But they don't. They don't make. They don't make any. Vader's all over that like, that galaxy that from was Revenge of the Sith until know, you're in France. This death. is all happening in America. You're going to see shit in the paper, and you're going to put two and two together. But I'm just not. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen. But it's a stretch. There's no guarantee that Obi Wan goes and goes. I think I'll go into town, have a check on the hollow internet or whatever the hell. Oh, I'm going. I'm and... going to. Why would? Why wouldn't you want to know? No, if if the Empire's found more more Jedi Pro- propaganda. Is always got some nuggets of true truth in it, and you de- definitely want to know what what the empire is up, to, up to related to. For- it it gives him the opportunity to uh, to uh, uh, um, do a, do a risk assessment. Do I need need to move? Do do I need to move Luke? 
Do we need to, you know, do I need to call call in a fa- favor? You need that that type of inform- information when you're in yeah. hiding. I think you're, I think you're definitely looking at it too realistic, like what you would but do I can't, in this situation. I can't help, help a, it you know, because the the whole show really do it. You the know? whole show is is based on fitting in between these yeah. these lines of of a, of a new of a new hope, We're and that's my biggest to, fear. So we'll have I mean, to see. Obviously, if it destroys the cannon, it destroys the cannon. We all hear it. And that's <laughs> the that. cannon's whatever it needs to be. But I think <laughs> we we need to give it a little bit more leeway than we would. Uh, maybe I don't know. I mean, we give all these shows a lot of leeway. We do, I know. You know, Star Trek does this. You know. Stranger Things does this. You know, people just, you know, they don't necessarily have every detail planned out in advance with these big franchises. The Marvel Cinematic Universe has done it many times. Oh, I mean, yeah. if we if we apply that kind of logic to the MCU, you're fucked. You know, oh, I, you're I tear, just, you're going I tear those up all the, all the time. I mean, that's the thing. And I think we have to not be suddenly, you know, criticising Star Wars the way we would a technical manual, if you like, compared to but, but giving Marvel a free pass I don't to know. go, eh, it's Marvel, they can do whatever they want, you know? I don't say that. I don't say that. And and again, it, it's 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 annoying because it, it's another thing where you're like, okay, I see where you're been bending, but did you really have to bend? And it all comes back to the to the original the original question. Why? Why the hell did we need need this story, Vader and and Obi Wan? We didn't. What's going to happen is any other Obi Wan story. Either after we finish watching the show, I turn around and say, "I loved that, and I Mm -hmm. am prepared to accept well the little (laughs) details because it was fucking great, and I'm so glad they made that." Or I didn't particularly like that, and then it'll be more of a. An issue. Yeah. It's, it's all going to be dependent on how the show goes and whether it ticks the boxes and is an exciting ride and something that was got real rewatchability. You know, something that mm-hmm. you and I can say, uh, you know, don't watch the prequels anymore, but we'll watch Rogue One. Uh, but actually, no, we started Obi Wan Kenobi and we watched Obi Wan Kenobi and then we watched Rogue One and so on and so forth. And maybe Andor comes into that as well, you know, and it builds up. That's what I'm looking for. They build up Maybe. to the Star Wars parts of the franchise that I enjoy, you know, and it can connect that for us. But um, it's whether it achieves it or not. We will we, just have to wait and see. Yeah, I, like I like I've said since the the, uh, the beginning, I'm I'm afraid, I'm scared, a hundred percent. But I I'm hoping for for the best. Just like uh, No Way Home, No Way Home. I was one of the biggest. Yeah, like man. keep your keep your expectations tampered down ladies and gentlemen this is a big a big bird to land this is even bigger because you you have a can a cannon that you're butting up against a set of of events that that all that already exist unlike no way home where you're like oh i just don't know how all the nostalgia nostalgic aspects of it are going to land this has got the nostalgia plus uh uh the story but talking about the um, nostalgia of it all Let's stop arguing with each other and go on to a yes. subject where we Something actually we agree, agree with each other. Yes. Which is the second part of our Kenobi coverage, which was um, a certain Mr. Hayden Christensen speaking with Total Film Magazine recently, and he was talking about the kind of fighting style of this compared to... Now, every Star Wars fan knows we've got a fighting style in the prequels, mm-hmm. we've got a fighting style in the original trilogy, and mm-hmm. then we've got something... In the sequel trilogy, which is more like the original trilogy, but kind of jazzed up a little yeah, bit, yeah. you know, for modern, for for modern works. Yeah, it's a lot he- heavier. Where, it, feel, where you, it feels almost like knights fighting versus yeah, yeah. Uh, now, fencing you, you or and epi. I have or, always yeah. been on the same boat on this one. We mm-hmm. are OT. And even the sequel trilogy, as much as we didn't like the movies, we like the, the fighting. Duels are great, great, right? man. So we we've always very much agreed in that. And our navigator, who is here occasionally <laughs> with us, Shoki, is the opposite to us. Though he thinks that he's still got the love for the the OT because it's the OT. But he thinks the sequel oh, trilogy is a little board. bit boring, <laughs> and uh, he much prefers the the combat that was in the prequel trilogy. Um, mm-hmm. And you seem to have um, 
a split in the fan base. What a surprise in Star Wars. But that's, you know, what happens when a franchise goes over across multiple generations. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you, there's two camps to this. Which one did you prefer? And then, of course, there's the Star Wars events that go, I just love everything. Put Star Wars on it, and I love it. Um, but, um, you know, well, if everything's fine. good, nothing is. <laughs> <laughs> what a boring well, life. That, that, that's to me, but, I, you know, everybody's different, and I kind of say, live and let live. If you love everything Star Wars, more I try. Party, good, good for you. Um, I, I like what I like, and I, I like what I don't like. I'm a big Star Wars fan because. You know, and as a year, because it was the original trilogy that captured captured our attention. We loved it to bits. We obsessed over it. Um, and you know, as much as people might slag off the combat in A New Hope, yeah, I mean, I think you and I could both agree. Like, remember that version where they redid it? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that that could be quite cool if done on a. Um, if, if Star Wars was made now again, but the way it was filmed with old men throwing sticks about basically in 1977 or 76 when they, they were probably kind of shooting it, it, it wasn't that great. But I genuinely think the lightsaber battles, and a lot of people disagree with this, and Empire and Return of the Jedi are superior to pretty much anything else oh yeah especially return of the jedi with the emotional aspect exactly uh, because thrown into it i don't need to necessarily see just crazy combat right the the repeating moves like people are seeing on screen right now the the same motion behind it again and again the way it's shot and you know when an empire when vader hear the breathing and the smoke comes up you know Mm -hmm. and you're the atmosphere. You are not a Jedi. And, yet. and you just get that. Uh, he's going to get his ass kicked here. And he does. Do you know what I mean? And Vader toys with yeah. him. And then the, the kind of reverse of that that we see in Jedi where Vader wants Luke to beat him. You know, yeah. he's not really, you know, going at him, hammer and tongs. Um, whereas Luke's kind of doing that. Um, the sequel trilogy, because it was often Ray versus Ben Solo, there was emotion in it and yeah. and it worked better than the prequels, but the prequels a lot of the time was just good guy versus bad guy, without there being any kind of particular emotional connection between them, and that was fine when we watched, and oh you and God, I are like, moment. I hate that moment. Phantom moment. Menace you know, we, we both like the Phantom Menace fight, yeah. you know, that's, um, that's good, one. good good, yeah, um, and, and it was it just went overboard it after level. that after that they did they went too overboard and it comes to its climax for us in Revenge of the Sith Obi-Wan versus Anakin because it's instead it should be the most emotional fight of all of them really because it's master versus kind of student friend versus friend and and there's nothing there's no dialogue in it it's just spinning and shaking and all that sort of stuff I I there's I I've got it playing on the on the screen for for everyone and I know yeah. people but look at their f- faces and look at the look at the one part where they they actually do punch each other this could have been a a outright brawl the the yeah. oh they they know each other so well that they can match each other's that's the moves one that no that's stupid because if, if you know their moves you're not going to try to do the same thing no you're just like they describe in in the novels and and stuff the force does tell you a bit uh what the other person might be be doing if they're not you know manipulating yeah, and hiding their emotions and stuff, and stuff but like that, yeah. but still it's literally this. It's the same parry strike, parry strike, parry, and there, there's no there, there. There's times where there's no attempt to get to around other. the other person's yeah. uh, defenses in or, that, or anything. Where there, I mean, any sword fight in the world will tell you why would you ever spin your sword behind your back? It leaves you basically defensive. All it would yep. take for one and then one point was to go psych. And yep. it's game over. Do you know what I mean? And it, oh, that was the end of that. But that's something that a Monty Python sketch, you know, and it doesn't work for Star Wars. It just didn't and, work for me. But for some and, people, they love it. Yeah. The the other big big question for me on on this is how Vader in that suit cannot can, cannot do all the crap all the crap he was doing 
in in Revenge well, of the in Revenge of the Sith. And here's so here's, we should probably put the quote in because we've not actually talked about it. Yeah, quote. sure. Yeah. Go, go um, ahead. So this is what Hayden said, by the way. Um, we're more in line with the prequels than we are with how the fights are in the original trilogy. These characters have aged, but not that much yet. He explained. Carry on. I was gonna I was gonna say uh, the biggest part about about that. Uh, about this this thing again goes goes to budding budding up against that canon in in four we know why the fight fights are slower in episode four yeah production you you can't yeah. do you yeah. couldn't even Just, do the stuff they did in empire yeah. nah. in in uh, New any Hope. Money, you know <laughs> exact and that's that's fine i ex- accept that but he <laughs> but <laughs> get, getting into Vader in in four or in, in five and six and, and Empire and, and Jedi, it's better, but he's still it's more uh, traditional stage sword play than what we get in the in the yeah. prequels. My again, he here's, here's a fear. It, I think because there, he's fighting Luke and Luke's not that experienced. I think sure. we excuse it a little bit more. Yeah. But now now I have this I have this fear that that Obi Wan's gonna gonna beat him bad enough again that it it, it explains why he's not. As flashy in in the future, I don't. I'm not saying they will, but like that's Is that's the type of stuff lift? that. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like lift? not anymore. I think <laughs> the black the black knight and Monty <laughs> Python. Yeah, I'll I I just though. I just I again it, it's kind of it brings up that whole point of why man why why all the other store all the other stories we could have done with with Obi Wan all. All, all to get the this and look, guys. I can't say it enough. I hope it's good. I hope I love it. I hope it. I hope it shatters every fear that I I've got and that it, it's perfection. I I really do. I'm not like again against this to where it's like never never no. These are just my my fears and and concerns. Yeah. And I'll I'll say the this. Uh, I don't want to br- bring up the clip because I I don't know how to do these social media posts without all the audio. Uh, going through, but uh, Ewan and, and Hayden during a recent um, uh, press event uh, were talking about re- reception of the prequels and how uh, you know the prequels were kind of a- aimed more at at kids when they first came came out, but none of the the grown ups teens really really cared for them. Now those kids yeah. are grown up and and they like them, and they're like, oh, our our movies are are liked again. Most of the most of the kids that were you know between I would say twelve and and fifteen that that I knew because I was four, fourteen so you got a couple kids you know in sixth grade but below me and and kids in eighth ninth ninth grade yeah. either you know uh, above me or whatever whatever dude other than like the the eight nine ten year olds the 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 teens didn't really care care for it much much more maybe not as bothered especially. Didn't care for episode so one probably liked two and three bet better maybe three three the most most but uh, yeah. like I'm I'm ha- I'm happy for them but it, it kind of goes goes back to that uh, thing where I'm always saying like Star Wars was all all ages no no one can look at four or five or e- or even the majority of six minus the musical number at the start and and the Ewoks and go that was meant and oh, aimed yeah. and de- designed. For kids, no, it was designed for for all ages. Plays for for all ages, and then all of a sudden, man, Star Wars just just keeps going going for the lowest common denominator. Kids, it's always uh, frustrating. Dead, dead for a while. And yeah. I think the sequel trilogy was a almost a conscious decision to go against that. It was like J.J. Abrams said, no politics, none of this, you know crap that everybody says they didn't like about the prequels but we've said before it wasn't the politics that were a problem the no execution the delivery the right and you know all of that was a problem the overuse of green screens um, and the fighting styles um but um yeah i think we just have to accept at the moment that there is absolutely a crowd out there that, that love the prequels it's just not us but what my hope for this show is that it bridges a gap for people like us because it doesn't seem like a kids show it seems hope not more in tone with mando than it does episode one for example i hope so um and my hope therefore for the fighting style is yeah i don't want them to fight like they would have in a new hope because that would be kind of silly you know 
but yeah, I don't I want it to quite be prequels. I want this. My hope for this show is that we get that proper fight. You know, it will never be quite. It will still always be a disappointment because we never had them before. Vader get in the suit of in the proper, you know, an emotional fight. But to to, to see Darth Vader and Obi Wan fight again, I want it to be kick ass. I want it to be cool. But I want there to be a lot of speech between them. And it as I well. Like, I don't yeah. want them to be silent and just Sil- throwing at each silent other. Again. Um, depending on what happens. I mean, obviously, we've one of the things we revealed is that they fight twice. Uh, we've been backed mm-hmm. up that there's some other insiders, or maybe we backed up other insiders that said at first, I, I don't necessarily yeah. these things, but uh, it doesn't matter. Um, the point is, we're pretty confident they fight twice. And the first thing doesn't go so well for Obi Wan. Uh, but I think without. We, we haven't seen the show, but without spoilers, we all know it doesn't go really badly for Obi Wan in this. No, that's, that's that's another prob- problem with the show. It's like you the know. it's like the Titanic all Titanic all over again. We know the boats the boats going down. <laughs> yeah, but you know, in every Marvel movie, that you know, most of the time, you know, except the Endgame Infinity War type situations, you know, the big, big ones that, you know, the heroes always going to live in the end. You know, James Bond's never going to get killed and then they did it in the last film. But, you know, you get the idea. The the heroes are going to die anyway. It's not a major thing. To um, a degree, but but this one's a a little bit more annoying because, like I said, you you know that there there can't even be any big bodily harm or any major uh, character changes that lead up to the the original oh, trilogy while I you don't think Anakin could lose the last leg I don't think we've <laughs> ever seen we ever seen him like in any canon things I know we've seen his head and parts of his torso yeah. have we ever saw if he's still got that one leg he had maybe um, in the canon I maybe. don't know that'd be quite you... funny before we take the break, did you ever see the? Uh, I shared it in our our Discord. Everyone should check out and join join our Discord. A link in the in the description yes. box down below. Did you see the corridor, the corridor crew, uh, uh, lightsaber duel that they they did? It's really I good. Never it's watched called it this time, but I've seen it. Okay. You shared it with me previously. I I love I love it because they they use a lot of actual kendo in it and mm-hmm. other uh, sword techniques and sh- show how you can really make this non non flashy duel more flashy it's with the cinematography exciting. yeah yeah exactly with the music cinematography the, the aesthetic yeah and and it's such a great such a great duel i'm pl- playing it on screen this is the benefit for everyone to to uh subscribe to the youtube channel i try to i try to put the clips and, and stuff we're d- discussing about on screen as we're as we're talking about about them. Yeah, sorry if you're important. I I want yeah I I want something like like that in in Kenobi. I I want something like the sequel trilogy. I I, I can already hear people the disappear the disappearing weapon. Oh, guys, CGI mistakes happen all all the time. Knife I, knife issues in Ca- Captain or Captain America Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's Captain America now, but the show the show is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Even to the to this day. Using CGI weapons or using any weapon at, at all, and using multiple takes in a choreographed fight, you're you're going to run in, into times where you need to delete a weapon or 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 you know modify the the CG mm. a, a bit. But the sequel the sequel tri- trilogy duels had weight to to them. Mm-hmm. They and I mean that physically even. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> physically e- even they they seem to have weight with with the the burden of the duels uh going on it's yeah i like them <sighs> yeah well you know, i really see... i really enjoyed some of the duels actually and um and and the sequel trilogy that's one of the aspects i think they got right um, yeah 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 anyways we'll take a quick word from our sponsors come back and talk a bit about uh, ahsoka Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. The Grow Generation commercial team is armed with industry-leading professional consultants. Grow Generation's team will help you fully manage any size or scale project. They offer turnkey facility designs, cultivation room design, and on-site project consultation. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to and thank you, Grow Generation. Hopefully, I didn't cut uh, whoever was doing the read off too too early. Uh, thank thank you, Grow Generation, for sponsoring the episode, guys. Link for the them down below. 
So, uh, some Ahsoka casting news. Uh, Cam, do you want to tell us well, what I we the news? Kind of start off with the fact that it started filming this week, and we yeah, got the official, um, the official kind of. Um, we, I mean, we've been seeing for a while on the cantina. We've not really published anything out of it. But we've been seeing they have been filming some stuff for Ahsoka. It's just not. This is principal started, so yeah. actual actors are going to show up. You know, the big actors are going to show up for the daily shooting and, and stuff like yeah. that. And that's all begun now with the directors. But though I don't know what they were shooting, but there was some stuff had been getting shot on on stage for Ahsoka. We we were told. Um. Anyway. Um. So yeah, it's all up and running. And there's a new rumor that came out from uh, Daniel Rickman on his uh, P- Patreon. Um. Actually, Daniel reached out to us um, a few days prior to this and was asking a couple of questions about something. I don't know if that was related, but anyway, it's a private conversation, so so we won't get into that too much. But um, anyway, Daniel Rickman says that Matthew Law, who I don't remember him actually, but apparently was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I've watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've watched them all though. Maybe maybe he was in one of the final seasons and I've not seen that. I don't know. But he is... He has been cast in... Now, Rickman claims it's quite a major role um, within the, the show. I'm kind of not so sure about whether um, I would... I mean, not that I know anything specifically, that's not what I'm saying, but I just find it hard to believe that... I, he's more of a character actor to me. He's like a secondary character mm-hmm. rather than somebody that's really ever been a star, so I'm not sure how major a role it would really be. As well... If it was that major role, would the trades have not got it? Like they got Sabine Wren and all the other kind of proper, like recurring cast members that are going to be in this show. But hey, who knows? Who knows? Um, we'll just need to wait and see how that works out. That's that's all it is, that he's got a role in the series. There's no other information kind of really shared by Rickman on his Patreon service. There wasn't talk online. Um, it's just pure speculation um, and you know nobody's actually claiming to know anything but speculate but I know Adam Frazier a slash film had said um, he wants to make it clear that it's just speculation his part that he, he thinks Law could be playing Ezra Bridger and Ahsoka and he doesn't think Nina Masood could be playing him because um, the character's currently filming another film mm-hmm. uh, no reason to think any different from what we've already talked about before we had heard Mina was playing um, an Ahsoka. What I would say is, yeah. we have no idea. We never said he would be an Ahsoka, even. Um, no, we were not, assuming. We were told, yeah. yeah, we just assumed that that was probably the case. That being said, there's no guarantee that Ezra is actually a major character within the Ahsoka show, considering Very we know true. the show is probably going to be. Um, and that, this isn't me like giving code and saying, oh, you know, LRM said that we're not going to no. see much Ezra. I don't we could know. be 100% I set not wrong. Know. Could this happen. Pure speculation on my yeah. part. Um, all I'm saying is that it's quite possible. I don't even. I'm not even saying that. I think this will necessarily happen. That that Ezra could be like a one second cameo at the end of the final episode yeah. where she finally finds Ezra and he turns around and goes, <laughs> you know, obviously not that, but you know what I mean. Just that kind of no, thing of exactly. what comes next. We we genuinely don't know. Uh, but I do not think that this guy is Matt Law has been cast as Ezra. Ezra. It just doesn't feel right to me. And I, I've got no. I'll be honest. Sources have been very tight-lipped at the moment. I think um, because of the amount of leaks that's been coming from other places, um, a lot of people are getting a little bit scared. Um, so we are, we haven't had a lot of kind of new stuff recently, but we've, we've not heard any, anything different from what we already posted. And yep. I guess we'll just wait and find out because I, I think it's not a role that I would expect them to suddenly turn around and, and announce it Star Wars Celebration or anything like that. I just yeah. don't think that'll happen. If we're wrong, we'll go, hey, and we'll talk about it when it, when it happens and we'll, yep. we'll see what, the way it pans out. Anything else you yep. want to kind of say on Ahsoka, the fact that it started <sighs> and... You know, I'm scared. I'm scared of it more more than I am Obi Obi Wan because time time travel. Yeah, I'm worried about time travel. I don't like time travel (laughs) in Star Wars. It was the one aspect of it. I really enjoyed the later seasons of Rebels, Mm -hmm. but I didn't like that 
And I just have to be honest, yeah. it's just it wasn't for me. So I'm hoping that's to a minimum and it doesn't go crazy. But well, I guess we're just I like, going to have to wait and see. That. I, I like, like the Don. idea of Ahsoka searching the galaxy for Ezra yeah. and finding him, and he's been withdrawn the whole time and stuff like that. That's a cool idea. Just stay away yeah. from the time travel stuff, please. Yeah. Don't know if it'll happen. <sighs> Any, anywho. Anywho. Uh, there's one last group of stories to chit chat. Mm. Maybe we'll be able to keep this under an hour t- today. Uh, <laughs> um, Michael Wal- Waldron, hot off the the heels of his uh, uh, success, apparent success with with uh, uh, multi multiverse of madness, uh, is writing the Kevin Feige Star Wars movie, yes. and recently talked a bit about how it do- it's not it's not servicing a bunch of uh, shows or or movies like yeah, he had to with right. uh, so, strange. It kind of came it became news this week almost that Michael Waldron had finally revealed he really was. He did that a long time ago. We already knew officially from his own mouth that mm-hmm. he was he was writing Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie, but there was writing it and writing it. I think the difference now is he's actually started writing it, whereas he was just. Ah, yes, Mr. Feige, I agree to write this film for you. I've got some <laughs> ideas. Uh, or maybe he was quite happy with some of the ideas that Kevin had. But here's what he said in a recent chat with Variety. Okay. Um, we're finally into it in earnest. I mean, I'm writing away. It's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying having the freedom in that to do something that's not necessarily a sequel or anything. And maybe has a little bit less of a it just doesn't have a bunch of TV shows and movies that you're servicing on top of it the way I did with Doctor Strange. So it's nice. It feels like a different exercise. Which, when you take it in the context of Star Wars, him saying that it doesn't have a bunch of TV shows and movies, but, you know, Star Wars does have a bunch of TV shows and movies that are all servicing a, a kind of larger story. So while he doesn't set a, come out and say it, he does specifically say it isn't a sequel, to anything, mm-hmm. so that's confirmed, and it kind of sounds to I think most people that have read this quote as if he's saying it's not really connected to other stuff within the, yeah. the, the franchise outside the of moment. it's it's Star Wars. Yeah, I like that. That, I like it's, that. it's what you and I yeah. have have wanted for yeah. for a while is is to see something story. new, something yeah. different. That's why we like Mando almost. You know, yeah. I know Mando has got connections, but it was still a, its own story. You know, it wasn't about. The, the sky, I know the, the Skywalkers are in it now and kind of things yeah. like that, but it's not their story. It's the story of of this guy, the Mandalorian, Din Djarin, and his journey, and and ultimately Grogu as well, and the paths that he chooses. But um, but yeah, absolutely. You know, something we've talked about way in the past, way in the future. Go for it. You know, it's yeah, it's it's doable. Um, Ab- there's a absolutely. reason everybody loved the the what is it, the Ninth Jedi. Um, the division shot was it the ninth Jedi? Is that what it was called? Yes. I can't remember. Yep. The reason everybody loved it is because it was mysterious and weird, mm-hmm. and we were all wondering what's happened because it was all set in the future. You know, as if it was Jedi hundreds or missing. No hundreds one knows how to make, make lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah. The galaxies in a give me more. Place. That was interesting, <laughs> you know, because we just don't know where the story's going to go, and it gives us that sense of excitement again. And unlike the Marvel Universe it has to be a little bit more contained than that. Star Wars isn't a... Yeah. It's not one central story, necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a created universe that you can go and just play in at various different periods and still make good stories. Yeah. So it does like, It does sound good. But yeah, we'll like, like I said, I've... I've wanted I've wanted them to to pick a, di- a direction and go one thousand years past or or present mm-hmm. um, a thousand not two hundred not not one one hundred yeah, a I'd thousand the two hundred as well but yeah. uh, maybe two hundred in the fu- future because the two hundred two hundred years ago past that they're screwing around with isn't all that exciting to me but it's again not not made for for me all the high republic stuff is. That, that kid stuff. Somebody could um, do adult stories within the High Republic period. You could, be good but, they're, though, but they're not. Because, you know, not so far. No, they're they're we'll not. See. So, well, yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait 
uh, and see what uh, sh- shakes yeah, out. I hope and it's the good. Reason, uh, the other thing that Michael Waldron had basically said is, is this is kind of, the, he kind of hinted as the reason he's not writing, or the head writer on Loki season two, because obviously he was mm. head writer on Loki season one. But he was talking about how he, he can't really focus on too many projects at the one time. So he's kind of Loki straight into Multiverse of Madness. And now he seems to be taking a bit of time to, to write the Star Wars movie. And, and I think if you're being asked to write a Star Wars movie for Kevin Feige, I, I don't think he should be focusing too much else. But he's still going to have a hand in Loki season two. He's still going to be involved, but it's just not all on his plate. Um, his friend and colleague um, is taking yeah. over instead. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see what sh- shakes loose. Well, well, I like Loki. I like mo- most of Multiverse of, of Madness in and in and of itself. As as far as what's what's written, I I, uh, I have my I have my issues with with how the the movie just kind of do- doesn't push the universe forward much. But that's that's not necessarily on the writer himself. Uh, he adapted the story he was yeah, kind of given. Yeah, Multiverse of Madness know? feels like a movie, even before I've seen it, I obviously, doing my job, I know the spoilers anyway, that was almost written by committee, and there was a lot yeah. of things that were supposed to be in it, and they were they were taken out. And that's kind of how Marvel does things, but like they've talked about how in Moon Knight they had all these plans, but they just went, eh, fuck it, and just yeah. did their own thing. And that's what made Moon Knight good. Um, and I wonder whether... There's maybe just too many fingers in the pie, and, and Doctor Strange for me, you know, it sounds like it's just not a all great for, sequel to Doctor Strange. I've all, movie about Strange in his journey, but I haven't seen it yet, so I'll when, still when watch the, it. When, when the movie ends, the the universe, the 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 multiverse, even even really isn't all that that different. <laughs> it, it really isn't. And that's that's the most disappointing thing about that that movie. I won't go into any specific no, spoilers. I'm no. just saying, saying not not a lot change changes. So, but yeah, I, I mean, uh, I love Loki. Uh, you Loki know, was good. I I, I kind of have hopes. I, I'm not going to say I'm getting old because I get old. Like, oh, I can't wait. This is going to be great when when um, when Ryan Johnson got yeah. the Last Jedi, and then I ended up not liking the movie. So, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm never going to get absolutely crazy about anyone ever again until they've proved to me that they can, yeah. they can work within the Star Wars universe. Names, names don't ma- matter. <laughs> but fingers crossed. What, who I am confident of is the guy producing it, who is Kevin Feige. And I just don't see him producing a shit Star Wars film. He's got no rush. No. You know, no. he's going to want to make sure it's done right. And he, he's picked Michael Waldron because he believes he's the guy that can can write that story for for him and write a killer story so so i have hope absolutely yeah and uh yeah guys i think i think that'll do do it for this week i wanted to keep keep it under an hour and i shall do so by telling telling you guys all about the uh great webs the great website lrmonline.com uh we got news aggregation and our, our opinions on on those new news articles we we do we've got leaks and and rumors we've we've got uh interview interviews reviews written reviews not just uh podcast reviews uh all sorts of stuff Co- comic books video video games toys C- christine today wrote on dude they got a transforming legos now like like transformers le- lego oh, that, so it, that transform so you build it and then it can transform yes you built it yes oh, isn't, that, right, isn't right. that cool i just assumed it was either robot no or truck you can kind of transform thing. form yeah, it after cool. building it yeah so so we we cover ev- everything at the at the website uh all of the pod all of the podcasts go go up on your favorite podcast app google spotify Fi, apples soundcloud if you listen to podcasts on an app we're there for 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 free so look up genreverse podcast network and uh follow follow us uh great shows covering uh star wars here here on the cantina uh, a little bit bit of everything with Bra- breaking geek radio anime on on anime versal reviews and of course marvel on uh uh marvel multiverse mayhem we just did like a uh kind of like a uh pause for for review on on phase four after mm. uh multiverse of madness yeah uh all of those those go up on on our uh youtube hit the red hit the red subscribe button the bell i guess if you you're into that that thing uh also do uh uh tra- trailer reactions on 
the YouTube channel, uh, part of the genre shot. So yeah, check those out. The Resident Evil show, I did the a oh, reaction to a trailer to today. There was a teaser yesterday that I didn't that I didn't even know about, and the teaser was actually better. Not that this tra- trailer was bad. I'll tell I'll tell you what, that looks better. That looks not that it, that it will be be, but it looks better than any of the the movies since the first one. To me, that's low hanging fruit, though. I mean, it is. I dead know it is. any of those movies. Well, but the trailer does look good, and I think Resident yeah. Evil always had potential as a story because the mm-hmm. games have a good story. Yes. So. And the the one thing about the first movie, uh, I'll say say this: it's a it's a uh, uh, mm, it is a great zombie movie. It's an awful Resident Evil movie. If you like yeah. action zombie flicks, first Resident Evil flick is awesome. <laughs> it's awful as a video game Resident Resident Evil movie. Anyways, I'm at that Kyle Malone on Twitter. Cam, where can people find, yeah, find yeah. you Yeah, yeah, if you... Um... At LRM underscore Cam, and if when Kel was saying, "Oh, we cover everything," and you were getting angry and going, "No, you don't. You don't cover this thing." I love come and cover it for us. Uh, let us know. Contact me. Um, give us a shout in Discord. Contact me on Twitter, um, or you can find our email addresses on the website because uh, people spam us all the time, so they must be freely available. Um, and you know, give me a shout and let, let me know if you are interested in covering the things that you like to do for the website. We're always looking for more cool people to join us. And yeah, like Kel said, join us in Discord for a chat if you want to talk Star Wars movies, just general geeky shit. We're all on there chatting with all the other readers. Um, come join us. Yep. And with, with that, guys, have a good good one. We'll talk to you ne- next week. May the Force be with you. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.